It's Cofield and Company. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It's Jonathan Von Tobel. Steve Cofield will be along shortly. You heard it. Silver 7s is the spot. It's our usual home on Thursdays. It's a great spot to hang out. A lot of sports to watch later tonight, including Las Vegas Aces. And if you're driving around town a little bit later today, 6.30 p.m. Aces pregame will be here on ESPN Las Vegas. It's a big time in Las Vegas, man. There's a lot going on. When I was getting ready for the show today, I was getting stories ready. Usually for Steve, we'll compile a bunch of stories, get them ready, send them in. There's a lot of Las Vegas stuff. And it's not just, of course, the Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights. Las Vegas Aces are in the headlines, as are some uh, Vegas residents. One being Bryce Harper, which we'll get to a little bit later. Uh, but we start with the Aces because... They were making headlines themselves. Apparently, Asia Wilson, who I can report as fact, being a sports journalist, uh, likes self-checkout at Target in Boca Park. I witnessed it myself. Um, Tweeting a little bit of frustration with Joe Biden. Biden, of course, stepped in it a little bit, uh, calling the Vegas Golden Knights the first major professional champion. But the thing is, I was going to run this by Steve, I think Joe Biden's right. They are the first major champion. For the Las Vegas Valley, of course, major being the big four. That would be NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. That's coming soon with the Oakland A's. Um, and, of course, the National Football League. So I feel like tweeting out that it's the first major championship for Las Vegas, that's correct, is it not? Well, we went through this last year, right, with the Aces, because they wanted the the first pro championship, which was not accurate. Not we went through it. I guess none of the Aces read it or management didn't read it. Um, the other thing is... Anytime the Biden speak or Donald Trump, yeah. not to be an ageist, they don't know what's going on. Oh, Joe Biden uh, really stepped in. I mean, a few she stepped back, in with yeah. the LSU thing. But Joe Biden actually is right. I've been saying it the whole time. Well, I don't think he said. What exactly did he say? Well, he know? said first major professional championship. Okay, for, I, I've been saying the whole time it's the first major league professional championship. Right. It is a big four league. That has always been the case with MLB, hockey, NBA, and the NFL. That's accurate. Now, so here's the thing. If you feel like you're being ignored, well, for the Aces and for Asia Wilson, the media here told you repeatedly, you're not the first pro championship in Las Vegas. We've had other teams that won championships playing professional salaried sports. Right. And they just ignored it. So guess what? Now you're being ignored. Uh, I think they're wrong. Um, I think they're, come on, There's this isn't a male-female thing. It's one of the four big sports. It's the first major league Championship. So, yeah, there's no reason to get insulted about that. Yeah, I saw uh, there was actually there was a WNBA writer after the uh, Vegas Golden Knights won, like that night, got a lot of traction on social media because she tweeted out just a reminder: the uh, the, the Vegas Golden Knights are not the first professional championship. That would be the Las Vegas Aces. No, you're, you're right; they're not. There was right. there for freaking a half dozen professional champions before this. And uh, I'll give him uh, credit. Paul Gutierrez immediately retweeted it, and he's like. Yeah, you're right. And listed off like, all of the other yeah, professional Paul, champions. Paul was all over this last year. Of course. And it's it's accurate. So I feel like there's a lot of battles to fight in that realm. I feel like this is not one of them, especially when you're not you know, accurate. You know what's funny about this, John, is there's, there's just battles all over the place when it comes to the stuff. We're going to get into it later on. I don't understand. Well, I guess I do. Um, the hatred of Vegas now from around North America. Yeah. The bashing of the fans. This is what we do. This is what we do. And it's childish. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not standing up for yourself by getting into an argument over semantics. Right. 
Yeah, this is uh, Asia Wilson's tweet. Twitter not letting me quote tweet the President of the United States, but be, uh, be effing for real. Uh, when is our White House visit? By the way, it was confirmed because there was allegedly, I guess, some thought that they weren't going to go to the White House, but I think that's already been confirmed that they are indeed. Well, that's, that's a different story. I didn't know about that. Yeah, so they see with the WNBAC's Amazon of May, it's presumably too late for the team to make a White House visit. But according to the story uh, from The Athletic, a member of the Aces front office confirmed to The Athletic that Vegas was invited to the White House. So there's also the conflicting there, right? We're talking about these battles, and it's like, we weren't invited to the White House. Well, one Aces representative already confirmed it. So that was an interesting, um, I think, wrinkle to the story. But this is exactly what the President of the United States said. First major professional franchise in such a proud American city. It's a weird thing to kind of take up arms over. Especially when, as you said, how can we forget the back-to-back champions, the Las Vegas Locos? I went to both of those championship games. They were paid, weren't they? Of course. So what are the Aces going to do? They're going to, would the WNBA go, oh, no, that's, you know, that's UFL. Well, then people are kind of doing that to you, so it sucks, doesn't it? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird when you saw that. Especially, it's such a cool moment for the city you reside in. Yeah. Is that so, the battle so now, you want to start? So now you're, essentially, you're getting mad at the Vegas Golden Knights. Right. And I got to tell you, what the Knights mean to the city and what the Aces mean to the city, if we're going to really deep dive here with 1 October, I don't think you want to go down that path. You know, I forgot. I was looking this up. You know, obviously, you know the tie-in there. I forgot how soon after that thing that first game was just five days later and just the emotion of that i remember sitting in my living room by myself just watching that that opening ceremony like yeah it was right angels angels tapping his heart like it did somebody was cutting onions in my uh, living room that night because that was a that was an earth-shattering moment for me and to realize the ties in there like you said what the vegas golden knights mean emotionally to this city and after seeing that yeah it was a little it was a weird thing now i have to say i can't wait for saturday that parade's going to be awesome. I'm going to be there. I'll try to convince Steve to do it, too. And I didn't say I wasn't. Oh, no, okay, I didn't know uh-huh. if you were or not. So. Um, I'm putting together my plans. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. I'm trying to get the exact route down and where, where we can hang out. We're going to talk later about the aftermath of the game the other night because John and I were hanging out over at Ellis Island. Today we're at Silver Sevens, but we were over there. We drove near the Strip. We walked over to Toshiba Plaza, so we got to see some of the postgame celebration and... I like parades. I might maybe hear the other one. No, I mean, he I like parades on the show because uh, I'm not sure Candy them. does. I know Adam Hill hates them. I just don't understand them. I know Willie's not working it. Yeah. Um, I like parades, but, you know, one of my main reasons is I like drums, which is a, like, okay. a, like sounds like a six-year-old, right? But I like drums. I've been told I don't like drums. I'm lying. Uh, but I do. I like marching bands. I like celebrations. I've been to a couple of parades in the past. I was around the parade yeah. when the Yankees beat the Mets. Back in whatever it was, 2000. So, I like parades. I'm not saying I'm like going to be up on the route, like elbowing people, because I'm a, you know a little bit uh, claustrophobic sometimes. Right. But how many times are we going to have this? Right. It is the first major league pro championship in the history of the city, and unlike some of the people speaking on this, I was here, and I'm not the you know the longest time local, but I got here in '96, and I know what it was like for about the first 10 years I was here. And I know there's people who have been here a lot longer. I've mentioned it a billion times. We were the scourge of the earth. Professional sports looked down their nose at us. Mm-hmm. So for us to get a freaking big four sport to come to town, build an arena, win the cup in six years, yeah. I want to be there. I want to see it. I the, other, the other angle we got to get into later with uh, Dave Gocher is going to be on. What we're hearing is I think there might be a car for the VGK broadcasters. Get out of here, really? Yeah, Chris Chapman. That's what DeMond was saying. Chris Chapman said he didn't 
touched the cup. Because uh, who did? Uh, Jesus did. Our Spanish broadcaster touched the cup on the ice. I think he lifted it up. And, what? Uh, yeah, Magnum felt bad about it. Gocher, Gocher was all over the cup. Yeah, I think they're going to have their own freaking car. Wow. Because I saw, you know what I saw a lot of? Because the Denver Nuggets had their parade today, too. And it was awesome. Because yeah. you know what I can't wait for? I want, my thing is the stage. Watch these guys just drink the entire time down the parade line and then watch them just talk to the audience that's going to be there. Yep. I can't wait. Uh, kids, parents, make sure you oh. weaponize them with the earmuffs. Because <laughs> last year, I will, I'll, listen, we're not, we're not discrediting the WNBA champions, the Aces. What they did last year was really cool, and you know I expect them to go 38-1, 38-2 this year and win the title. But say, expect another parade. Last year, Kelsey Plum was a lunatic, a very admirable lunatic. She was annihilated. Uh, I mean, the, the, the speeches on the stage were lots of fun. That's, you love That's the see. way you do it. You see Jokic today? Um, I didn't see all of it. Uh, we had talked. I don't know who's been on the show this week, but we had talked the other day. I did a whole thing on appreciate the moments in life because you're gonna you, you have a lot of moments. And you know, I gave the example like for us, we get to go to a lot of sporting events. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really cool. And then there's you know the monumental moments in your life, whatever. If, if you're having kids or you get married or all that stuff, and. The way Jokic reacted after the game, and he was just exhausted, and he's just you know this kind of baseline guy. I think he was and, also kind of drunk already. Yeah, and he was kind of like f f the parade basically. Uh, today, Demond, you got this. He had a different tune. He was fired up. Uh, you know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I f- want to stay on parade. This is the best. Yeah, this is this is amazing. This is uh, we're all gonna remember this the, our whole lives and. Uh, and when we see you guys that uh, came out on the streets, and uh, actually this one is for you. We love you, Denver. This one is for you. Thank you, guys. You love basketball. I like the NBA a lot. Um, it's a great story. A guy coming out of Serbia with a dad bod, and he's the best player in the world. The fact that he kind of he finally you know, soaked it up today and got it, cool. Right. I'm sure the, uh, as I have joked, because corporate America has ruined everything that we love, including celebrations. So Michelob Ultra was the sponsor. <laughs> for that, for the uh, NBA Finals, did you see? Yeah, this? I kept seeing uh, pops for that, and I didn't understand the connection, but now I get it. Yeah, so they were a sponsor, uh, and I'm sure the Michelob Ultra was flowing yet again for the Denver Nuggets here today. So yeah, I think you get back, you get wrapped up into it. Did you see Contavious Caldwell Pope? He was uh, he's chugging beers of people in the streets. He's running around shirtless. All of them, man, it was crazy. Michael Malone, he. Yes, raspy coach voice again. Yeah, yeah. We were on this ish back. <laughs> and then he was trying to. Bruce Brown's got a player option for next year, so he's going to try to get the crowd to tell Bruce Brown to, to take it instead of go get more money. So we want it back. Tell Bruce Brown to come. It was great. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for Saturday. Did anyone get wheeled away in a wheelchair? Because that's what happened to one of the Chiefs. Kind of right. one of their lesser players. They got a picture of him being wheeled away in a wheelchair. He just got so destroyed. Mahomes last year. Was annihilated. I think Kelsey is. It seems like he's, uh, you know, fired up about something all the time. Have we gotten any video of anyone being completely out of control? No, nothing at how, all. How old is uh, Chris Brown? Christian Brown's probably what twenty. He's got to be twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. I think you. I thought well, that's was, what I meant. Like twenty-ish. Yeah. I, well, I mean, there's a difference, right? Twenty right, and twenty-one. If he's out there chugging in public. I don't, I don't know if that's completely cool. So the great thing about this week is we've seen the highs and lows of both the NBA and the NHL. And there's got you get winners, right? We got VGK as the winner. You get uh, the Heat as a loser. You get the Nuggets as a winner. There's also the Florida Panthers, and I know Demond 
You know, tomorrow I cried yesterday at three thirty over uh, Marshy and his kid. I, I, I don't want you to, you know, cry right now, but uh, I know you wanted to pull this down with uh, with Palmo, the uh, Panthers coach. Uh, I hadn't seen this post game. This is with uh, Jackie from NHL Network and working for TNT as well. Man, there's a long pause here and a really good reflection by the Panthers coach. A hell of a run for the Florida Panthers, even though it didn't end the way that you guys wanted to. Uh, you've been around for a minute, Paul. Um, what has this year meant to you as a coach? You get cynical when you get old, right? We, pro sports makes sometimes makes that happen. The game is wonderful, it's beautiful, but the best part about sports, for all the things that you want your kids to learn when you put them in sports, for all the for all the great character stories, we're all in that room this year from training camp on. Good stuff, right? Real good stuff. All right, on the way back, we'll uh, continue talking about championship week right here on Cofield and Company. Live from the William Hill Sportsbook at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino, it's Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. All right, here we go back here at Silver 7's. Nice surprise. John, we've got some guests in studio from our good friends over at Twin Peaks. You know, we're out there all the time for, well, we were, for VGK hockey and NBA and then during the NFL season and our special guest in studio. God, I wish you guys had name tags. Um, Sarah? Hi. Yeah, okay. Now we know. know. And uh, Amber? How you doing? How are you? Amber, you're the manager? I am. Okay. And Sarah, you have quite the title. Tell the audience. I am Miss Henderson for Miss Twin Peaks. All right. So what does that mean? That sounds like there's some bigger <laughs> honor on the way. We'll get into how you got that, but uh, what's on the horizon for Miss Twin Peaks Henderson? So it's like a pageant, and it Every location has one girl to represent each location. I'm representing Henderson, but we're also the only location in Vegas, so I kind of miss Las Vegas. Yeah, just go with Vegas. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But um, we all meet up, and we go to a pageant and see who wins. Nice, nice. All right, so how would the honor come about? How would you get this? What was that? How did you you win the award? Oh, so we everyone just puts in or we send in our pictures every how many girls was in it like we had like 13 girls like 13 girls submitted pictures and they send it to corporate and corporate picks who is going to represent that store Mm. were you surprised were you surprised oh i was so surprised i just did it for the fun of it i didn't even think i would actually win but i did so yeah i was very surprised nice Mm -hmm. what kind of picture did you send in you're sending a bunch of pictures i sent in it was three bikini (laughs) pics nice three uniform (laughs) pictures so just in my twin peaks uniform and then three lingerie pics okay yeah um now, John laughs because it sounded creepy because I'm being, you know, very direct here. <laughs> well, that, that or just what kind of pictures did you send in? <laughs> the, the under the voice is nice. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, truth be told, doing a little research for this, completely professional. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking up on Twin Peaks social media, so I saw, uh, we'll have to send this out to the audience because they'll appreciate it. Uh, I think it was a white bathing suit. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's John, you me. might want to look. The, go, John, go do some research now. <laughs> 
Well, I, I did have a question. Uh, my question just was, how competitive does this get? Like, do you laud this over your other coworkers now? Like, you guys suck. I'm the best, and I get to represent our location. Not at all. Everyone was so happy when we found out. Like, everyone was very supportive. Even the girls who I ran against, they were really, really supportive about it. Okay, so now this turns into, like, location pride. Now you have mm-hmm. to win this thing. There's, there's actually pride on the line. I, yeah. I assume you feel pressure. Oh, well, 100%. <laughs> Are you crazy? Of Do course you? I feel pressure. Yes! Oh, my God. What, uh, I want to talk about national in a second, but what actually goes into the event? Like, do you even know what are the, are there different competitions? Like, what's going on when you when um, you go to the big one? When we go there, we have a set schedule. So it's, like, photo shoots. We have rehearsals for, like, when you walk. And then we have, like, different events that we have to go to. Okay. Yeah. That sounds exciting. I mean, sounds very it, sh- exciting. it should be fun. It's have, a schedule, so you can't really, like, go out and party, but... When will you get done with everything? You can. Well, yeah. <laughs> when I get done with everything, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to, like, go out. But okay. Have you been to Nashville before? No, never. I've always wanted really? to go. Yeah. All right. All right. John, have you been to Nashville? No. No? I've been to Nashville, and uh, it, it didn't hear, go that well. I hear things. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, I, I just, every time I go there, I get annihilated. Um, And the last time I got I got so kind of free and loose This is like old man nerddom uh, I like karaoke I can't sing But I like doing it And I got up in front of like 400 people At a multi-level club And I went up and did a song And the whole Like it was like the record stopped They're like Get off the stage Oh my god You were that good? No I was I was (laughs) Terrible How embarrassing Yes yes. (laughs) But that's the whole point of karaoke I know I know you're supposed they, to. They be were bad. mad. You know what? It wasn't even like it stopped. Everyone just ignored me, which is kind of the same thing. I was like, right. oh, I'm not really turning on the crowd here." So, you have a signing coming up, right? Is there a big signing going on uh, tomorrow? Yes, from five to seven, I'll be in store, and it's actually a bikini day for all the other girls. Lingerie, lingerie yeah. day <laughs> for all the other girls. Lingerie, yeah. get it right. And big so. difference. Yeah, and people should know there's different themes like almost all the time at Twin Peaks mm-hmm. and Henderson. Uh, again. Research. I sound like I'm like a creepy devotee, just looking up stuff all the he time. He loves but Twin Peaks. <laughs> I do. I do. We do. You know, we did our shows every Monday during the football season. But uh, I think as Amber was saying, you guys have—is it like neon bikini mm-hmm. days coming up, like the 18th to the 21st, right? Correct. Yeah. So yeah, it is going to be a neon bikinis supporting while the girls are out in Nashville doing the competition. So the girls at each location will be wearing bikinis on the 18th through the 21st. Okay, Sarah, where are you from? I'm originally, I'm from California, but then I moved to Texas where I was started working at Twin Peaks. And then I moved here like about two months ago. How come you came here? Um, Just to be back like closer to California because I didn't want to move all the way back home, but I still wanted to be like close to home. So I moved to Vegas and Twin Peaks is here. So I was like, why not? There you go. (laughs) Miss Twin Peaks, Sarah's with us. Manager Amber is also with Cofield and Company. We're down here at Silver Sevens. John's with us. John? Can we? Uh, so this is the thing. I was actually just talking about Twin Peaks the other day, but not for the reason you would think. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, your guys' food is awesome. Yes. Can I can I speak to this? Like one of the most underrated things about Twin Peaks. I love your menu, and everything there is absolutely brilliant in terms of food. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite stuff? What do you recommend when people ask? Me. Either one of you guys. Oh. The hottie. I was just talking about this earlier. The hottie, it's a flatbread pizza and it has jalapenos on it. And right. I love spicy foods. It's the way to go. The hottie. It's Amber, the best. Amber, what do you like? What do you recommend? I would honestly recommend the Billionaire Bacon Burger. So it has the Billionaire Bacon on it, which has paprika, uh, <laughs> brown sugar, um, and chili flakes on there. And then it has a pimento cheese on it as well. 
The other great thing, folks, and, and we, we, we pimp Twin Peaks all the time up on social media and on the air, so you guys have heard a lot of this stuff, but for those who haven't, who haven't been out there, um, Twin Peaks gets it. It is one of the cool local joints that actually really pushes for locals because your happy hour special, like things have gotten a little pricier. Your happy hour specials are ridiculous. Amber, you know some of them off the top of your head, especially I do. The, the brewskis, yes. and then I think there's – I always check the number – I think right now you guys have 17 different shots that are just $3.99. We have a lot of shots that are $3.99, um, but we are going to be having different specials going on for a lot of those shots um, for throughout the neon bikini dress-up. And then we do have happy hour Monday through Friday from 2 to 7 and then 9 to close. Yep, 29-degree beer. Yes. And then the, the thermometer's up there. It mm-hmm. is. It's totally always. accurate. Yep. Live, it's live action, live <laughs> yes. time. So if we're opening or closing the cooler, you know, it will fluctuate, and you'll see that uh, temperature drop or go up or down. But it is always below freezing. Is uh, is there anything else? You know, going down there to get your autographs is pretty cool, Sarah. But is there anything <laughs> else around the event? Any, any other goodies that you're giving away? Any specials tomorrow? Not that I'm giving away, but I'm also promoting to vote for me for Miss Popular because I'm trying to win Miss Popular. But I have, like, the QR code, or you can go to MissTwinPeaks2023.com and vote for me. Okay. And there's mm-hmm. a QR code up there. Very, very cool. We have uh, Twin Peaks in the house back in the studio. Uh, Damon, you got anything for us? Yeah, I got to ask about, you know, the Miss Popular voting. So is there a campaign? Where can we follow you at? Can we? Is there social media? Like, are you pumping this up? We we want to get the nation behind you. So I run everything on the social media for Sarah. So I'm doing doing all the promoting. So the link is um, on all of our posts. You can go to our uh, profile and you'll be able to see that link. Go to that link and just click there and go to vote for her. Um, you get five votes per person. Um, so have multiple phones keep voting for sarah yeah all right there we go I'll, I'll get on it as soon as we go to a commercial break i'm on it as somebody who does uh national tv and radio all the time uh, i'll make sure i get that <laughs> out break. to my followers <laughs> perfect trying to curry favor what are you doing you gotta do gotta it's called networking <laughs> so aside from uh neon bikini coming up uh what else is on the way at the uh the restaurant and the bar because um, you guys always have some cool promotions. Yes, yeah, so we are going to be doing the competition. We'll be showing that live on the 20th. Um, so you'll be able to see Sarah on stage in Nashville. We are only showing it in store. And then we also have a special on Father's Day. So dads will get $10 for a cheeseburger and a beer. Uh, the choices are going to be Miller Lite, Coors Light, or they can do the Happy Dad Seltzer for those. Do nice. I have to prove I'm a dad? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take Perfect. your word for it. We're actually, uh, I think that day, Damon, uh, you got gypped. We're sending a non-dad down there for Father's Day. Ari, producer Ari is going to be, Angel just left. Producer Ari is going to be down there, so he'll be hanging out with uh, all the He's pretty close girls. to being a dad. Uh, is he dad a dad bod? Uh, he's got a dad bod, and he's got <laughs> kind of a he's got kind of a beaten down, sour dad attitude <laughs> oh. yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> so, he, was, he was just in the last studio you guys are in. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so the guy behind the board over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's man, so why is she laughing so hard? Yeah. Because well, that he got... doesn't look like a dad like at all. Oh, really? oh can you guess oh. how old do you think he is? Okay, now, we're talking, okay, we're talking, now let's, no, let's no, take no. it easy. Hold on a second. <laughs> let's get the right person. Uh, Q would be the African American. Uh, Ari would be our Israeli friend. Yeah. So I just want to make sure you know which him. one. Yeah, no, yeah, I know okay. who we're talking about. So what are we looking at, like a three? Three out of ten? <laughs> what, great oh hair, good beard. He, he is very hairy. Nice he's a, job. He's a Philly five. 
He's a Philly five. He's from Philly. He's a Philly ten five. Out of ten. Ten oh, out stop. of ten. I'm going to get him this clip, and I'm going to show it to him. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Now, now we're just fibbing out right on the local radio <laughs> airwaves. Oh, we love Ari. Well, guys, we appreciate you coming in. Sarah is Miss Twin Peaks, Vegas, really. At yes. The Henderson store. You can go vote for her. Autograph signing tomorrow. It's 5 to 7. And I'm telling you, folks, if you want to unwind at the end of the day, you want to go for a late lunch, Two to seven happy hours, awesome. The late night happy hour is great. They have, uh, you know, we, we talk about the specials all the time, but there's specials each day. There's specialized special. I mean, you guys do such a great job down there. Um, there's high end, you know, liquor as well. I know you guys are into that. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. Congrats on this. And uh, yeah, you. I hope we can be down there on the 20th and you uh, kick some booty down in Nashville. And I hope you win. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay. See you guys. All right. Thank you. See ya. All right. We'll come back, get back into the serious stuff. Uh, sports talk. Not really. Uh, Ari is going to be there on Sunday for Father's Day. You heard the special will give you more deal uh, details on what Ari's going to be doing at Twin Peaks on Sunday for Father's Day. Got a little NBA Summer League news on the way and lots more Vegas Golden Knights info, celebrations, stories as uh, you know the whole week is championship week. So yesterday was championship Wednesday, today championship Thursday. Hanging at the William Hill Sportsbook inside Silver 7s, it's Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas. Doggy, so much going on. You just heard from Miss Twin Peaks over in Henderson. Sarah, go down to see her tomorrow, 5 to 7. Autograph signing, and then she'll be going down to Nashville. They have a national Twin Peaks competition there. They're going to be televising it on June 20th. Big Father's Day, too, uh, at Twin Peaks in Henderson. Good specials for dads. And Ari is going to be on the scene with ESPN Las Vegas prizes. Man, the schedule, the schedule doesn't stop with sports in Vegas. And... Yeah, it's funny. Earlier today, I did an interview on a sports radio station in D.C., our good friend Chris Russell. And, you know, Chris was talking about how crazy this is. He's a big, big hockey fan, and he was out here for the Capitals and DGK in year one for the Stanley Cup. And, you know, we kind of got into just how crazy this has been over the last 25 years because Chris was at Sportsman Radio Network like I was, like Bobby Machado was, JTTV was there as well. And... You know, when we were here back doing radio in 96 to 2004, and again, I always reference this. I haven't been here as long as a lot of you guys listening. Uh, this was a place that was not going to get pro sports. It just wasn't. And Bill Foley deserves a lot of, by the way, major league pro sports. We already had yes. pro sports, but major league pro sports, the big four. Um, Bill Foley gets a lot of credit, and he deserves it, for breaking down the barrier and going, gambling is okay, it's regulated, Vegas is okay, it's going to draw, you know, Hockey in the desert hasn't worked in Phoenix because the owners consistently have been suck asses and haven't tried. When you win in Vegas, people will show up, and Bill Foley's done all he can to win. But the other thing I give credit to, John, is the NBA Summer League, which has been here forever, and that was, you know, we're connected at that point to a major league pro sport, one of the big four. That was a breakthrough. That was a big commitment from the NBA. So they'll always deserve credit for helping to break down that door and eventually, you know, convince the dummies in baseball that this would be the place to drop a team now that we're going to get the A's. So long story short, the Summer League is back again this year. I think this year could be one of the biggest we've ever had. The biggest year ever was my family was in town, the Balls, right? LeVar Ball and uh, LaMelo was still a kid, but Lonzo was here, so it was LeVar and and, uh, Lonzo. This year should be gigantic. Wemby! Unicorn, 7-4 small forward. Craziest thing we've ever seen in the NBA. Here in Vegas. Yeah, it looks like it's not going to happen. 
it does seem that uh, the San Antonio Spurs are unlikely to allow him to play in the summer league. The Spurs actually expect him to sit out summer league games. He's going to practice with the team, it sounds like, but they want him to rest because his team, the Metropolitan 92s, making a deep run in their postseason, and he also wants to play for the French national team this summer. For those who don't know, FIBA World Cup is later in the summer heading into September, so we don't get to see Victor Wembanyama. So no Wemby. I was, oh, man, to fight tooth and nail. Whatever I needed to do, I was going to get to that building. Now I'm still going to do that because I love the summer league. It's freaking awesome. But, man, you know how crazy that environment would have been if he would have made that debut there? Who wouldn't want to go see a seven foot three guy playing the, the three, the four, the five, and sometimes the two? Yep. It'd be crazy. Just awesome. But it is expected. Basically. Yeah. yeah. They are. This guy is going to be the most protected player in non-essential NBA activities that we've seen in forever. Because they're already operating that way. It's Team Wemby is like, you know, he's, he's carried around like he's a king and, you know, with cushions. Yeah, I mean, you can make, the argument. Protect him. You can make the argument, though, like he is playing in this postseason. So, you know, it's not like he's some – a lot of the guys – I think there's a question as to whether or not guys would play given his predicament, right? Like, hey, but he's also – this is the thing. If he – you don't want to – if he gets hurt – He's getting drafted first overall. It doesn't matter what's going to happen. Anything could happen going forward outside of him being yeah. ripped off this planet, and he's going to be taken first overall. Right. So I, I think he's going to be protected once the Spurs get their hands on him, and it's interesting with that too because you see a lot of props up. But either way, it's disappointing because that could have been a major draw for the summer league out here in Las Vegas. Rolling on Silver 7s. Come on down. Happy hour going on right now. Uh, many of the drinks, well, beer, and some cocktails. I guess that would be well, too. 277. Wow. 277. That's uh, 3 to 5. 3 to 5. We shed a tear. I will go buy a uh, regularly priced, which are still very inexpensive, Bud, Bud Light, or Mick Ultra. To just bring back the memories of 77 cent beers. They're coming back, folks. They're coming back. It'll be for football season. They're coming back. I think. I don't want to overcommit for Silver 7s, but they're coming back. So we got NBA to get into with Xavier Pope here in just a couple minutes. Because the parade today was crazy, and the Jokic story is crazy. And I think there's a – and I know Xavier will be good on this. I think there is a good discussion study to be had about how people celebrate, how people work, right? And did you feel like people were, were mad the other night that – Jokic wasn't over the moon and going crazy and was just very businesslike. No, actually, I thought people were just—I thought people were just taking it too seriously in that they thought he was serious. You know, if you if you listen to a lot of what he said, he was clearly joking about a lot. So I even so afterwards, I immediately like to go and watch all the press conferences. And so you know, I'm watching media availability, and at one point he makes a joke because they're asking him something about like celebrating with his teammates, and he's like, uh, "No, you know, I asked Coach Michael Malone. You know, I, I asked Malone to give us a couple of days off, and he's kind of quiet, and he's like." It was a joke. None of you were laughing. And everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. So I think people, there, maybe there's some disconnect where because of, you know, he doesn't speak English like uh, with a, it's, it's not his first language. Maybe there's a disconnect in picking up his sarcasm and some of his joking nature. But like, I, I just thought people were taking it a little too seriously. Not that they were mad. It was just like, the guy's joking. Of course he likes basketball. Of course he likes this. He wouldn't do it if he didn't. Right. Right. No, he likes basketball. He likes Treating it like work and winning and achieving at a high level, but doesn't have to go crazy. I mean, there are there are people out there who, hey, you can achieve at a high level, and you're like, yep, that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Xavier Pope is with us, out of Chicago, attorney, uh, 
future host of Suit Up News, whenever we find a platform <laughs> for it again. Xavier, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How y'all doing? Uh, I'm mad. I'm very mad. I don't mean to open the interview like this, but uh, I haven't said a lot about the A's on the vote, and I'm, oh. not gonna, I'm not going to say a lot this week. But John is here, and he wants to discuss it. But we uh, we did get into what was going on with the uh, you know billionaire welfare with John Fisher, and while mm-hmm. they were pretty much embarrassed in uh, both the Assembly and the Senate, they took a little time. People talked behind the scenes, and they got the yes vote. So they're coming unless baseball does does something crazy and says <laughs> we're not going to take free money. They're coming, and you called it. I, I called it last week. I said, no matter whether which side of the aisle, it's going to get together. Uh, corporate welfare seems to be supported by both political parties. It's the weirdest phenomenon in, in, in capitalism. And you had Rob Ranford leading out being the leading spokesperson for a team going to Las Vegas. Um, I, I just pretty much, and then not even telling the truth about uh, what a proposal that that Oakland put forth, and they didn't do anything. Um, now that's taking backlash in that city. Um, it, 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 it's, it's really despicable that these that billionaires that were rising franchise values across in professional sports. Billionaires don't need to be made more rich at the expense of fans who are clinging on to sports and feeling like if they don't put a pony up the, the tax dollars, that teams are going to win. I really don't. I, you know, Xavier, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know if I have a question for you. I, I just, it's like, it's just really, you know what I mean? Like, it's just frustrating when, when you watch. Like, I, I will call out one of the senators by name. Fabian Donate has all of these tough questions about entertainment tax, about the homeless in his district. He uses mm-hmm. one of the bars in his district as a story. You know, hey, they pay the entertainment tax. Are you? He makes all of this grandstanding, empty questions and then ends up voting yes. Like, that's the stuff that irritates me to do that, to put on a show and then end up voting yes when you get no resolution to the questions that you're asking. Well, well he did. No, they, they came up and they satisfied those questions. But for some reason, the $380 million up front and the tax savings on the back end, which will be in excess of a right. billion dollars, that became a minor issue because he got a couple of his wishes. Of course. So. And like, all of this. And then to do it when the, when the, the city is celebrating the championship for the Vegas Golden Knights, yeah. and what, and all of that noise to say, oh, by the way, we passed this. It's on to the next right. round. Like that's, I, I thought it was, I thought it was gross just watching the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, they, the, the, the Vegas Knights haven't even had the parade yet, right? I mean, right. <laughs> and, so, and so this comes on the heels of that. I, I think that I, I think that the people who thought that this wouldn't happen, I think they have a really, really rose-colored glasses. Look at the world. Uh, this was this was a done deal. Um, some time ago, it doesn't matter what the political wranglings were. It doesn't matter if people were giving self-righteous speeches. At the end of the day, you're going to be seen as the politician that helped vote for professional sports to come to Las Vegas. And so in that end, that's going to weigh more than whether you, you, you helped get, get rid of homelessness, or whether you, you incentivized uh, in, in individuals in your district to be able to have a better life. What matters to people is rah, 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 go team more than anything else. And, and, you know, Steve and I were talking about this, Xavier. The other thing, too, is where it's located. Like, I asked you, Steve, when we were walking down there the other night, the Tropicana's still there. And so there's, like, a bunch <laughs> of people who are just, like, waiting, like, okay, when are, the, when are our jobs gone? Like, I just, I don't know. I thought it was just an entirely gross process. And I guess, Xavier, the only way is to just make note of the people who voted yes. If you disagree, if you can, just vote against them the next time it comes around. Good luck, because yep. that person is still going to be on the record for voting for a team to come to Las Vegas which fans are going to look at uh, more than any other quote-unquote self-righteous issues um, that people can probably cling to. It, it, it's all hollow. It's all hollow, John.
Yeah. Uh, by the way, don't bother emailing your representatives because they won't answer. Of course. <laughs> I did. You e- I did. I was just about to ask you, Steve. Did you, did you email your representatives? I did. I, I emailed both of them. And uh, listen, did I expect to get an answer back? Not really. I would hope to get one down the road. Will I book them on the show? Probably not. I just don't care anymore. Um, but, but, you know, hey, we got to But, Steve, but are, you, were you, are you really legitimately surprised? I know you're angry. I know you're oh, upset no, about no. all I'm not, I'm not surprised. Um, okay. But I do feel like they ignored the will of some people, and I don't think many will explain exactly what they did, which is the same exact thing that happened with Allegiant Stadium. And Allegiant turned out to be a pretty decent investment. I still think we could have gotten a better deal. I think this could be, and I told you so, 10 years from now, but a lot of these people... Uh, maybe out of politics or, you know, they they moved on. And I also understand from a politician standpoint, and I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but this is what happens. Go. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't believe that because we kept being told, hey, the, you know, these public servants are making a big sacrifice. I don't believe that longtime public servants get into politics just to do good. I, I think it's a money making opportunity. Um, otherwise, you'd be an idiot if you're a smart person and a business person to not really make any money on the surface. So I think that's the ultimate of motivation. And here's the thing. This is still a very small town. These people have deep ties to the community. And if they want to continue self-preservation as a public servant, as a politician, they have to do the right thing and they have to do what the power people want. So I get it. I'm just disappointed by it. Public servant, private investment, Steve. And, and that's, the, that's the name of the game, especially when it comes to professional sports. It is what it is. Yep. Xavier Pope is with us, and he knows all about this in Chicago where, uh, you know, we've been talking about the Bears as they were going to Arlington Heights. Now they're shopping their wares again. Uh, Let's talk about some of the cool things in sports, and we'll start with the Denver Nuggets. You like this story, right? And we were talking about Jokic and kind of that workmanlike. I don't want to – I'm not going to brand, like, you know, an entire nation, Serbia, that everyone's the same because his brothers seem different than him. But his mm-hmm. attitude after winning was was pretty unique to an American audience. Oh, he, he won. He, he okay. He, he was very pretty chill about it. But that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean he wasn't excited or happy about it. Or he didn't show it uh, to his family or friends. I just think that that was pretty much the, the public facing aspect of Nikola Jokic. He's talking about it at the parade today. He he said he wasn't going to go to the parade, but he says he's going to go to. He's happy to be at the parade. So I, I think that once he realized that it was important to that town um, to see the face of that, that franchise, be excited about the winning, he decided to play to that audience, and you saw they went nuts. Xavier Hope is with us. I saw you throw out a question on the NBA. What's Jokic's ceiling, and how many mm-hmm. championships can Jokic and Murray win? Uh, John's really good on the NBA. We'll let him answer her in a second. What do you think it is? Uh, I think that uh, they're the front runners next year. Uh, we'll see what happens with uh, how it shakes out in the East, and, and Mo- if Milwaukee gets better as a, as a, as a team and, and get back to where they need to be. Um, they're still an incredible player on that squad that has something to say about that. Um, but I think that at least two, uh, Nikola Jokic. Um, hopefully, you know, with with he, he keeps his, he stays healthy. Um, but this looks like a team that they dominated. I don't think a lot of people are talking enough about this. The Denver Nuggets dominated the, the, the playoffs unlike few teams we've ever seen in the history of the NBA. Uh, they just ran through the competition. It was, there was no one that was really close to catching them or beating them in the series. So I, who's going to stop them next year? 
No, I'm, well, I'm there's going to be player movement, so that's one thing. Um, injuries yeah. could stop them because that's one of the biggest things. And on Jokic, you know, that's kind of the test from here for the next. John, how old is Jokic? 28. 28. Yeah, so he's yeah. 28. We all look at him and we're like, hey, he's got to be like 32, 33. Good for him. You know, got a couple years left. No, he's in his prime. Uh, he could be really good for five, six more years. I think he can go down, you know, with championships if he has multiple and these numbers as a top five center of all time. So that I think that's his upside. But the NBA is one of the best leagues out there now. Uh, I don't know if people love it because there's no Goliath to take down, but I think it's going to be balanced for a long time. So the Nuggets are going to – it's going to be tough to win more titles. It's a very balanced league. It is a very balanced league, and, and you talk about this with player movement. I, I think that I'm intrigued to see what Denver does in the offseason to try, to, try to, to shore up that team to make sure they win next year. You heard Mike Malone said he wants to run it back in so many, so many words. So they are definitely <laughs> lining themselves up to win the championship next year. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what pieces they make to make them a more formidable squad uh, in 23-24. Yeah, that's a cool thing for them. The only guy that they have to worry about is Bruce Brown, who's got a player option. He can make a lot more money on the open market. Everybody else under contract. Wow. So okay. They're, they're gonna be ready. All right. There you go. Hey Xavier, I wanted to close on a uh, TV note. Um, you know, they did a really good golf reality show, uh, especially as Live and, and the PGA battles were going down. They're going to do at least Netflix is going to do something on NFL quarterbacks. Both John and Demon are really fired up to watch this. You? Uh, I'm, I'm fired up to watch it. Uh, it, it. I literally just turned. When did this come out? I mean, I need something to watch over the summer because I just canceled my Hulu Live subscription. So I need, I need something to get my get to wet my whistle over yeah. between it before the NFL season starts. Uh, July 12th, I think, is the release date. Although the problem and, is, God. one of the quarterbacks is Marcus Mariota. Oh, uh, the other, another one is Kirk Cousins, which I'm actually oh, kind of, fa- I'm actually kind of fascinated <laughs> by. Is Mahomes in it? Yes. Oh boy. Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. Do we get to see the reality show that is Patrick Mahomes' life with his brother no and sure. the SO? No, sure. That, that, could be, that could be good. Yeah. And, and also his, his, his girl. I mean, she's a pretty colorful character as well. So uh, she might get more screen time than he does. What do you got going on this weekend? You got some big plans? You leave town? Is it starting to get nicer around Chicago? Well, my, my uncle who's here, his, his, my, my cousin surprised him for Father's Day. Okay. So I'm going to be getting out to the Randolph Street Festival, and I'm going to get out and spend some time with my family. Uh, it's the, the weather is finally breaking in Chicago. It's a great place to be when it gets warm outside. And you are a dad. You are a dad. I am. Happy, happy yes, Father's I am. Day. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I look forward to uh, no gifts, but uh, no appreciation, but these some time to myself. <laughs> are you pointing at me? I want you to close with Xavier. Oh, love you, Xavier. Love y'all. Yeah! All right. We're very emotional this week with the VGK Championship. Thanks, guys.